Hi, this is Pete Russos, and I want to welcome you to the Journal of Uproarious Growth podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about serious content. I'm going to be talking about relational stewardship. Relational stewardship, which is the active taking responsibility and care of a relationship, is more important than ever. And it's always important. I am a marriage and family therapist, and I specialize in working with couples and families. And I am particularly concerned as it relates to my work during this pandemic crisis, I'm particularly concerned about couples and families who were struggling before all of this happened. This pandemic crisis and all of the restrictions and sacrifices that we've had to make, this has been thrust upon us all. We had no choice, but we do have choices about the meaning that we give this and the attitude and the approach that we take to how we get through this and how we engage with our partners or with our family members as we make our way through this. Do we, for example, approach this time in our lives as a burden or as an opportunity? This pandemic crisis will pass. We will get on the other side of this. But it'll be the choices that we make about taking responsibility for our relationships, that relational stewardship piece, it will be those choices that determine whether or not we get on the other side of this crisis in relationships that are operating in a much more healthy way, in relationships where there's a stronger sense of collaboration, connection, respect, and affection. So if you have been struggling and disengaged in your marriage or within your family, You've got these choices to make about whether or not you find the courage to put yourself out and to take the initiative to be kinder, to be more considerate, to be more generous and more loving. And you get to choose whether or not you find the strength within you to keep doing those things, even if your partner or your family members are slow to respond in kind. The reality is that we should all strive to do the right thing simply because it's the right thing to do. And it's wonderful when doing the right thing becomes a quid pro quo that is committed to by both partners or all the family members. But that may take time to build and someone has to marshal the courage to make the first move and to lead. And that's a choice that we all have in front of us if we would like things in our relationships to be better, to improve. Even if they're already terrific, to improve even beyond that point that this can be an opportunity for growth if we decide to approach it in that way. I've been thinking a lot about the timeless wisdom of the golden rule, this idea that you treat people in ways that you want to be treated yourself. The way that I talk to couples about this is that we can't expect our partners to be any more generous, any more kind, any more considerate, any more loving, than we ourselves are willing to be. And I think the same thing applies to all members within a family. An example that I think most people will be able to relate to is that these shelter-in-place restrictions that so many of us are living under means that we are in 24-7 proximity with our partners or our family members. 
there literally are few places where we can go to escape. And so that means that patience is at a premium. And we cannot expect our loved ones to be more patient towards us than we're willing to be towards them. It just doesn't work. We have to be patient with others if we want to be treated with patience in return. The other thing that I think is so important to healthy family and marital functioning is that sacrifice, we're all making sacrifices now, but it's vitally important that as relational units, whether it be the couple or within a family, that we're working together to share sacrifice in a way that we all regard as fair. This is key to everybody within the relational unit, whether it's the couple or the family. It's key to everybody having the sense that they're collaborating and they're all pulling in the same direction with each person pulling their weight. I believe that there is much to gain and little to lose by people making the effort to try to improve things in their relationship. But putting yourself out there in the ways that I'm describing means that you have to be willing to risk being disappointed. You have to be willing to soothe yourself through the fact that you may not get the response that you want from your, your partners or your family members, at least in the early going, or maybe not at all. And you have to stick with it again because it's the right thing to do. I want to suggest that you sit down with your partners or with your family members and talk about how together you want to use this time to try to create change, positive change in your relationships. This is not the time for benign neglect or for willfully abdicating your relational stewardship responsibilities. This is the time to seize the opportunities of the moment and to face the choices that we all get to make about how we show up in our relationships and whether or not we're going to use this time to try to improve things, to try to grow. That is my wish for all of you. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Journal of Uproarious Growth podcast. Again, my name is Pete Russos. I want to thank you so much for listening. My plan is to do two podcasts per week and to alternate the content between serious content and humorous content. If you're enjoying this material and enjoying the format, you might also really enjoy my book, The Journal of Uproarious Growth, Volume 1, which is available in paperback and ebook formats on Amazon. I'm hoping that you will subscribe to this podcast and that you will spread the word to anybody whom you think might enjoy it and get something from it. All right, folks, I want to thank you again for listening. Be well, everyone. Okay, time to bring it home.